Hello, faithful listeners. This is Pastor John Cloudwater from Faith Lutheran Church here in Forest Lake, and we are so glad that you are listening online to our online podcast. Welcome you to worship anytime on Sundays at 9 a.m. or 10.30, and thanks for being here. Thanks for participating in worship with us as we look forward to the week ahead. Magnificat from the First Nations Version, an indigenous translation of the New Testament. Luke chapter 1, verses 47 to 55, the song of bitter tears. When bitter tears, Mary heard she had been chosen by the maker of life for a great honor. Her words flowed out like a song to creator's mighty one, Gabriel, the chief messenger. From deep in my heart, I dance with joy to honor the great spirit. Even though I am small and weak, he noticed me. Now I will be looked up up to by all. The Mighty One has lifted me up. His name is sacred. He is the Great and Holy One. Her face seemed to shine as she continued. He shows kindness and pity to both children and elders who respect him. His strong arm has brought low the ones who think they are better than others. He counts coup with arrogant warrior chiefs, but puts a headdress of honor on the ones with humble hearts. He prepares a great feast for the ones who are hungry, but sends the fat ones home with empty bellies. He has been kind to the tribes of wrestles with creator, Israel, who walks in his ways, for he has remembered the ancient promises he made to our ancestors, father of many nations, Abraham, and his descendants. When she finished, they both laughed with joy. With hearts full of gladness, they told each other their stories. Grace and peace to you, my friends in faith. Perhaps this is a new way for us to hear that song of Mary, or as the First Nations Bible calls her, bitter tears. Mary, who in Hebrew means bitter, might be a more appropriate way for us to think of her at the end of Jesus' life, but, you know, as we think about it, perhaps a justifiable response to this initial news of hearing what the angels uh, are telling her, this is going to happen in your life. I was drawn to this reading because of a conversation that Deacon Nina and and I had this past summer where we were talking about this translation of the Bible, and one of her friends had shared it with her and and was telling me about it, and I said, wow, what a great way for us to think about that story through a lens of joy and how Mary, bitter tears, goes, my heart dances with joy to honor the great spirit. But I can't help but think in here, now work with me, dancing, joy, gleeful delight, We're jumping up a little bit. That is definitely not her first response. This story happens after she hears all of this stuff that's going to happen. And then she's got a little bit of time to process it. And then after some processing time, then she's finally able to respond with joy. Upon hearing the news from an angel that she's going to bear the Messiah, Mary's perplexed. The angel sees her response and is like, stop, it's okay, you don't have to be afraid. And then she's full of all sorts of like logistical questions like, Really, seriously, how am I going to have a baby? And the angel is just there and is with her and calms her and says, Look, the Holy Spirit, the Great Spirit, will birth this son. And then there's a few other little nuggets of excitement. 
The spirit, or the angel tells her, by the way, your relative, Elizabeth, is also going to have a child. And she is very old in age. So this is another miracle. Not just one, but two miracle births are going to happen. And the way that the angel kind of concludes is by saying, look, for nothing will be impossible with God. So yes, you Vikings fans, nothing is impossible with God. No, of course the angel was not talking about a football game. The angel was talking about this miracle birth, how this was going to change the world, that this is the affirmation that Mary needed to hear, for nothing will be impossible with God. It affirms this message to be true. Mary, of course you are scared. Mary, of course the world will react strongly to this baby and will react negatively in many instances. And yes, Mary knew that the journey would not be an easy one. But she, after pondering these words, says, Here I am, a servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. And she's got this time where she goes to go and see Elizabeth. And they spend some time together. They spend some months together. And they share their stories. And Elizabeth's able to affirm the news that she has been able to learn. This child, soon to be born, is going to be a blessing to Mary. And Elizabeth says something really striking. She said, Blessed is she, Mary, who, is, who believes in the fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. Not only is it a blessing that she's going to have this baby, but that she has heard this news and believes it. And this is when the story of the Magnificat, the story of Mary's song of praise, the story that we hear oftentimes during Lent uh, when we sing Hold an Evening Prayer, that her heart dances with joy to honor the Great Spirit. Joy is not the first and immediate response most of us receive when we hear news like this when we hear news of challenging circumstances that we have to face. And maybe those are challenging circumstances with work or school or in parenting or in our health, maybe in planning for the future or dealing with difficult family dynamics. We often get thrust in these situations where our first response is clearly not joy. It's stress, it's fear, it's anger, it's feelings of uncertainty or doubt and unfairness. And all of these are responses that Mary has, and they're justified. Yet after she takes it all in, and she ponders it in her heart, the meaning of these words, she responds with joy. Mary's song of praise from Luke 1. And she sings boldly. What we attribute as Mary's song of praise, this Magnificat, it does have one little footnote that as I was reading it, I said I'd never noticed that footnote before. And oftentimes it's like, you know, something simple, like thee should be thy, or it could be a plural form of thou, or, you know, like sometimes you look at footnotes and you're like, those don't really matter, do they? I'm like, all right, I'm just going to check and make sure there's nothing suspicious about this footnote. Well, so I clicked on the footnote, and if you see and Mary with the letter A said... Well, what's that footnote say? Other ancient authorities read Elizabeth. Substitute Elizabeth. And Elizabeth said, or Elizabeth sang. And then we get the story of this hymn of praise. Wow, does that change the meaning of what's going on here? Perhaps not. Because I don't think it matters who's singing this song. Because whether it's Mary or Elizabeth, it's a song of praise about Jesus coming into this world. This, uh, as someone shared during Women of Wisdom this past week, this 
this song could just as easily have that Mary or Elizabeth scratched out and put our name right there. This could be our song that we sing to say this statement of belief, this affirmation, and we actually had two of our young uh, students affirm their, their baptism at nine o'clock this morning. What a great way to tie this all together. This affirmation that God is totally, completely, and wholeheartedly in charge. So who are we to fear? I think it's okay to be a little nervous and afraid when we are faced with challenges, but there's something important to proclaim when we see where God is at work. What good, what good news are we ignoring in our lives? What good things are we not afraid to see because we have the weight of expectations on our shoulders? Mary, through her bitter tears, sings for joy when she recognizes that she's been blessed. We have been blessed. And when we can realize that, we can respond with joy, with dancing in our hearts and respond with faith. Whether that is us asking our congregation to bring in warm blankets to be able to provide neighbors who are sleeping in the snow, or maybe singing Christmas carols with friends to bring a smile to someone's face, sharing presents with toys for tots, or helping a neighbor shovel or snowblow their driveway. You know, this is the time of year where you hear a lot of people kind of get Ebenezer Scroogey and say, oh, this world is so selfish and just everything's too commercial. Maybe we're not looking in the right places. Yeah, that world exists. But what about the world where there's God's abundant love being shared all around us? That, friends, is the story to share. Whether spoken or sung, or maybe even just in the silence of that blessed moment, that time where Mary hears and says, yes, let it be with me. Amen. We hope these words will strengthen you as you live out your daily life. If you would like to know more about Faith Lutheran, leave a prayer request, or financially support our mission and ministry, please go to our website at faithfl.org. May God bless you in the days ahead.